Ayo! This is Rust Belt Baggage, a podcast about true crime and paranormal activity in the Rust Belt of America. I'm your host, Andrea. And I'm Ariel. We're just two peeps in Buffalo, New York, talking about true crime and spookies. Come unpack with us. today this is the important part this is the important part it's it's october if you're looking for some movies to watch these were all either directly inspired by ed's crimes or kind of inspired or very loosely inspired by him there are seven that i'm gonna name oh shit i didn't know that yeah I'm sure that there are more, but the first one is Psycho. This one is not necessarily inspired by Ed, but there's a pretty direct, there's like a pretty good connection in the fact that okay. Norman Bates is infatuated with his mother. And that's kind of the only connection is the being infatuated with your mother and the fact that you did things because of her. Another very loosely inspired movie was The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> but this one, okay. Can't watch it. The article said loosely, but although the whole storyline isn't, there's some like very direct things that are related to Ed. He had this body snatching obsession, grave digging obsession, and he used the skin of these bodies that he snatched to build masks. And Ugh. that's what Leatherface in Texas Chainsaw Mask does. Is he uses the skin of others to build his mask. They talk about the hints of cannibalism, but there's no confirmation that Ed participated in cannibalism, but there are speculations. In my opinion, Silence of the Lambs, this next one, is the mostly inspired by Ed. This is where Buffalo Bill comes in. He uses female human flesh, although he does his own killing. He's not digging from the graves. And he uses the flesh of these female victims to build suits for himself, which is directly... Directly to the me. germs, the germs. Yeah, they the Silence of the Lambs also reference some other pretty famous serial killers like Ted Bundy. Yeah, Ed Kemper, Gary Heidnick. Yeah, the fourth movie, Three on a Meat Hook, which I've never seen. This is the one where I was like, I'm, I can't. I've never seen this, uh, so I'm going to read the description of this. This is definitely direct reference to his murder of Warden as a local farmer boy, so obviously him. Uh, he helps these four later ladies whose cars break down. That's There's... always like every movie in the 70s. Oh, yeah, was, of like, course. My car broke down. And I'm like, those cars were shit. Yeah. Um, his father, Frank, back at the house, is there waiting to eat these emails oh it's so nasty and his father frank is the one who had an obsession with his own dead mother and then would hang victims from the meat hooks which is what game did with warden's body so this one is pretty much directly related to to his his actions the last three i also haven't seen 
uh, Deranged. This one is a comedy, dra- like a drama comedy. Uh, middle-aged Midwestern farmers whose overly religious mother dies. He keeps her corpse around, starts to rob corpses from other graveyards to keep her company. That's like kind of cute and sad. It's kind of cute, super sad. But then he, this person in Deranged, eventually turns to murder Starts skinning the victims uh, uh, and starts making face masks out of their flesh. So, no. no. Starts out kind of cute and like, oh, I need to keep my dead mother company and turns into what the actual fuck. I mean, I want to watch that. What is it called again? Deranged. Deranged. Yeah. It's a, it's a slasher type movie, which I recently found out that I kind of like slasher movies. I love slasher movies. I, I, I like- don't think I did. I like teen slasher movies, like yeah. the Fear Street. <laughs> that's that's how I recently realized I like them. Is but from like, Fear Street, but like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I can't watch that. Interesting, it's too much. Number six, I need a happy ending, oh, a semi happy ending. There's not gonna be one. Yeah. Uh, number six is Ed and his dead mother. Mother, so like obviously directly related. This this one's a dark comedy. Ed owns a hardware store. His mother dies, leaves him with the business, and then salesman offers Ed to resurrect his mother from the dead. So he's like, obviously, and then she comes back and is like a zombie and wants to eat humans. So he beheads her. <laughs> that's that's the whole story plot let's get into some pet cemetery territory there yeah yeah it's a comedy so this one is probably like a weird weird movie interesting 1993 i was one i was three um and the last one is child of god in 2014 which was directed by james Franco. this one they say is not directly related to gain it is more related to a murderer based in tennessee okay but the character has a ton of similarities. So character is a loner, lives in the middle of nowhere, discovers that they're a necrophiliac, start doing the stuff. That's all I got. The amount of work I always think of is like if you're going to dig a dead human. Digging? Like I, can, I can't even dig like a foot into the ground. Yeah. Digging up humans sounds exhausting. <laughs> it does. And I'm like, the amount of determination, the amount that drive is must be stronger than any drive I've ever felt in my life. Yeah. That, for sure. It sounds exhausting. That doesn't even remotely sound like something I want to even try to do. It's, it's If I was a murderer, much. there's no way I would dig anything up. If I had any sort of anything, there's no way I would dig anything up. That is so much work. Like, what <laughs> the what fuck? I'm thinking. I'm, and that's the scary part about it. When I think about that and I hear about these cases, I'm just like, the amount of time my ADHD brain can't even pay attention. I can't even finish. I can't even, like, remember to text my friends back. I know. And that terrifies me. Honestly, it makes it so much scarier to me just the amount of work that someone's willing to put into something so unusual to me means they're pretty much willing to do anything and it's terrifying. That's a lot a lot of fucking work. Normally people would just be like, yeah, that necrophilia is weird. But my brain is just like, also, yes, it's weird, but also there's the more ways. scary fact is just the amount of work. There's easier ways to participate in necrophilia. 
become become a mortician become a mortician or some shit pay pay some people listen what do you no more morticians are like the most amazing humans ever and but like there are easier ways than digging up a six foot grave you better be in it like for some good and if you can just dig up a grave and you ain't getting paid you ain't like the cemetery like maintenance people you psycho i mean i don't i can't I don't even want to get up and go to work or like work at all. <laughs> like, I know. People, like that's a lot of work to do for free. You psycho. I wonder, let's Google how long it would take to dig up a grave. I'm kind of scared. I don't want to know because <laughs> it's going to make me more scared. People with a really strong worth ethic terrify me. <laughs> By the way, um, don't ever look at our Google searches because they are very strange. Okay. What the fuck? <laughs> is this answer read it i'm reading it directly okay google search it's a blog post okay okay oh shit what do we find you need more than a shovel and you need more than an hour Uh, yeah it is incredibly daunting task when i first started digging for the sanctuary it took me about eight to ten hours to dig a human-sized grave now With a fair amount of experience and almost always a helper, we can dig a grave in about four to five hours. That's still a long ass time. That you know what? How many podcasts? A you whole can day. To? A whole fucking day. I kind of want to like interview this person though on our podcast. Oh shit, that's cool. Carolina Memorial Sanctuary. Oh, nice. How to dig a grave by hand. 2018. So okay, you think we can like get her on this podcast? We've we've all seen it a dozen times in movies. Someone digging a grave usually is done with one shovel and finished in an hour. Ha ha! I say, as if we're only that easy. When we dig graves at Carolina Memorial Sanctuary, everything is done by hand and requires attention and care. It also requires a good bit of planning and the right tools. It is easier and less time-consuming with at least two people working. Our goal is to reduce the impact on Earth from both the digging itself and from the interment and to allow for as much new life as possible to grow out of the space that has been disturbed. That's awesome. It is actually really Honestly. cool. Okay. <laughs> I do not want to promote what this blog says, I kind of do, though. I feel like it it's... gives you step-by-step on how to dig a grave. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, I'm vibing with this right now because I am all about, like, environmentally friendly disposal of human remains. And this looks like my people right here. One of my dreams for my body is that it is disposed of in a sustainable way. Um, I want to be a tree. I haven't decided what type of tree yet, though. I'm donating my body to the University of Buffalo, uh, and then they can yep. do what they will with me. Hopefully, by the time that I meet my demise, they will figure out how to use corpses as renewable energy, basically, which is something they do in Europe, but not here. Interesting. Like many crematoriums, like in Europe, use the energy from burning bodies to keep the lights on all right we're done it is 1 a.m we've had some fun all of the animals are saying go to bed they're really effing cute right now this has been rust belt baggage thanks for unpacking with us good night good night